but does she know when to quit? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, I Know It's Autumn, by Eileen Spinelli, illustrated by Nancy Hayashi, published by Harper Collins. I Know It's Autumn joins a little girl on her rather long fall day as she explains all the indicators of fall, in case the weather cooling down in shorter days wasn't enough. Will this girl make some astute observations? Or will this girl be so worn out by the end of the day that she has no clue it's autumn? Well, bring a sweater, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin with our protagonist putting on her shoes in her room. She says the title of the book, and that it's morning. But there's no light out yet. That's rough. Why is this girl up so early? Is she sneaking out? Or going for an early morning jog? Well, she's wearing slacks, so that rules that one out. So we're going to have to read on to find out. The girl heads to breakfast, and her whole family is up. So there goes sneaking out. But we learn her family is into the pumpkin spice and everything nice fad. Because she gets a pumpkin muffin for breakfast. Her brother must not be a fan, because he's feeding his to the dog. Someone should put that milk away before it goes bad. Sorry, it's just sitting out on the table. Back to this family. Wherever they live, the weather's getting cold. Because this girl's dad is breaking out the musty winter jackets. Mine smells like mothballs. Mine smells like the inside of a sweat lodge. Mine smells like Jack Daniels. Oh, sorry, I had to wear yours last night. Look at! We see the girl sprinting through the kitchen with her backpack on. She finally got her chance and is making a run for it. Or, more likely, she's late for school. But either way, she's waving to her grandpa like... Bye, Grandpa. See you at your funeral. And apparently something Grandpa does is an indicator of autumn. Quote, And Grandpa wears a bathrobe and his slipper socks. End quote. Somebody put some pants on that guy. So Grandpa just letting it all hang out is an indicator of it being fall? What are the snowbirds trying to get it in one last time before they head to Florida for the winter? Our highly attuned deductive skills were correct. No, not about Grandpa. That's still hanging out there. This little girl was late for the school bus, and we can see her brother hanging out the side of the moving bus, like, Here, give me your hand! Trying to rip his sister into the bus. What is this, the bus from speed? Can it not stop for one second? Who knew getting to school could be so treacherous? Well... It does look like they're out in the country because they're going through cornfields. So they probably have a lot of miles to cover and can't afford any setbacks. As this little girl sits staring out the window of the bus, must not have any friends, so we're stuck listening to her. We see there are two girls sitting in front of her, looking at a set of keys one of the girls has. Like, That's so cool. Are those your mom's car keys? Yeah. And this button makes the horn go off nonstop. 
I hope her mom has her spare set of car keys. Because otherwise she's not going to work today. Our protagonist friend gets to school and her whole class gets to make little acorn dolls. Not much learning going on today, I guess. Though, this seems a little over one of the boys' heads, because that kid in the background looks totally confused, and the teacher's doing everything she can to ignore him. Oh, Teresa, you have a question? Yeah, can I make mine blue? Oh, yes, that's great. Teacher, 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 teacher. Oh, Mark, you have a question now? Uh, no, I didn't raise my hand. Teacher, teacher, teacher. Is there anyone else with a question? Teacher, teacher, teacher. And we can see our protagonist and another boy are smashing their own acorn dolls against each other. This must not be the gifted class. So the girl comes home after her day with a bunch of graded assignments. The mom doesn't seem all that excited, so she must not have done all that well. But hey, one's put up on the fridge, and that's all you need is one. It's not like every assignment can fit up there. Our protagonist, whose name we never get, it's so frustrating. It's like going six months working with somebody and not knowing their name. Hey, Chad, how's the coffee this morning? Great, Dave. How you doing? Could it be better? Hey, Carol, already on the phones? You know it. Hey. You. Hey. Is that a bagel? Yeah. Nice. Well, I got a meeting to get to. Somehow now, her and her brother go over to the neighbors to make zucchini bread. Which I didn't know was a fall thing. But those kids might want to get out of there before that old lady eats them. Because right above the girl's head is a floating witch. How she got there, or who she is, is beyond me. Seems a little out of place for the whole book. Oh no way! Would you look at that? Grandpa put some pants on. The neighbor must have told him she could see his walnuts. Grandpa's raking leaves and the brother's helping, while our protagonist jumps in the pile of leaves, just destroying all their hard work. Quote, I know it's autumn when we rake the leaves in piles. When doorstep jack-o'-lanterns wear their crooked... Smile. End quote. Whoa. That was a close one. I thought she was about to talk about something else being crooked. The fall activities continue, with the family going to pick apples. Is it just me, or is this one hell of a long day? They've been to school, to the old neighbor ladies, did chores, and are now apple picking? Don't they need some rest? They have school tomorrow. No wonder she's just making acorn people and not doing well in school. Anyway, this girl's on the back side of the ladder with her dad helping her up and her brother's on the correct side. I find it hard to believe Dad didn't see any of the warnings on the ladder saying, This is not a step. Couldn't he have just had her wait her turn? I can't believe he would put her in this kind of danger. He must be really upset about her grades. 
Finally, the girl heads home, and she watches Geese head south for the winter. Good riddance. Stay there. Geese are some of the most disgusting birds. I have no clue what Henry David Thoreau saw in them. They have no redeeming qualities. Wait. I was way wrong. They weren't heading home at all. They were heading to a hayride. This is torture at this point. Somebody give this girl a rest. She's been going since before the sun was up. Well, where was this hayride taking them? Nope, not home. Deeper into a forest. And a bunch of families are hanging around a campfire, watching a woman dressed head to toe in American Indian garb dance and tell a story. Quote, When bonfires blaze and the storyteller leaps and claps. End quote. Must be Elizabeth Warren telling a story about her papa's high cheekbones. What do you know? The story wasn't all that captivating. Because our protagonist falls asleep in her dad's lap. I could have seen that one coming. That was torture. No, not just the storyteller. The whole day. This girl never got a break. She did like three days in one. Just why in the hell were they out so long? Could they not go home because Grandpa had friends over? What's the lesson to this one? It's, don't schedule so many things in one day. Space them out a little. Otherwise, you won't be able to truly enjoy them. Case in point, this girl falling asleep before the story was over. Not to mention, her school day tomorrow is fucked. What do I think of Eileen's work? Well, she certainly touched on almost every nostalgic thing about the fall. And more. Well, absent baseball playoffs, dressing up for Halloween, and yelling at your relatives around a table. But she had other traditions I never even knew about. So in that regard, it was well done. But the two things I didn't like were her forcing this all to happen in one day, and ending it as a bedtime book. What a cheap way to end a book. It's about autumn. Figure it out. Have a snowflake come down or something. As for Nancy's pictures, they were like drawings out of a textbook. The style was quite boring. That being said, even though this was a fall book, she threw in plenty of Easter eggs and had some funny and risque interactions that made it quite relatable. If you're somehow sick of sports and you need some ideas of what to do this fall, pick this one up. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.4. I'll have a heap and helping and go back for another servant or two. But I'm saving room for Halloween candy. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.